This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, March 19, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. Today marks three years since the start of months of bombs dropping on Libya. The war was pitched as a humanitarian mission. So how did it work out? Ben Friedman, a research fellow in Defense and Homeland Security Studies, the Cato Institute says even on humanitarian grounds, the war in Libya made things worse. On March 19, 2011, three years ago, the U.S. and other allied militaries began bombing the Libyan military on behalf of the rebels there to defend them. So this is an anniversary of sorts and a good time to evaluate the goals that President Obama and other advocates of military intervention or war set out for what we did there. So leaving aside, I suppose, the sort of unprecedented moves that the White House took in asserting both authority to do this and further asserting that this, in fact, was not a war uh, because we had not introduced troops in some way. Leaving all that, those assertions aside, how do we evaluate uh, the outcome? The president and his advisors, Hillary Clinton, uh, other advocates of war, basically gave three goals for what we did in Libya for helping the rebels there ultimately overthrow Gaddafi. Ironically, the one thing the war obviously accomplished, the overthrow of Gaddafi, was not one of the goals they gave because that would have violated uh, or gone beyond what the UN Security Council authorizing war allowed. We didn't have a congressional authorization for war as you alluded to, but we did have a UN Security Council resolution which said you were just there to defend civilians. So they couldn't say we were going after Gaddafi. But what they did say was that uh, we were going to, number one, uh, protect civilians. That was the main goal of the Security Council resolution, and that's the thing the president really hung his hat on when he gave a speech supporting the war. And this is sort of the most controversial element of it, but I think the evidence shows that contrary to many assertions of the administration, there was not going to be a mass slaughter of civilians in Benghazi had the Libyan, had Gaddafi's military gone in there. They weren't being nice to civilians in the places where they did encounter uh, civilians who were supporting rebels, certainly, but uh, they weren't engaged in wholesale slaughter. And as Alan Cooperman, who will be speaking at Cato, points out in a big article for international security, uh, there's actually evidence that the intervention by prolonging the civil war, by helping the losing side increased humanitarian suffering. In other words, from making the losing side into the winning side, it prolonged the war and increased humanitarian suffering. So if you were purely for maximum human life in Libya, helping the rebels was probably the wrong thing to do. And after the war, uh, which we uh, – by helping the rebels win, we created a situation or helped create a situation where we have political chaos in Libya. So we have political assassinations going on. We've had uh, people who helped Gaddafi burned out of their homes. Uh, we've had uh, refugee flows into Mali that destabilized the government there. We've had a whole series of bad things happen that aren't – uh, conducive to humanitarian ends. So I don't think it's been a win for humanitarianism, quite the opposite. There were two other goals. One was to have uh, a liberal democracy in Libya. Uh, various leaders in the United States and Europe talked about that as a goal. Uh, progress towards that has at best been halting. Uh, the government of Libya is basically dysfunctional. Uh, militias uh, still run the place. Eastern Libya is uh, 
essentially uh, breaking off from uh, the government in the West or at least doing some things in that direction. There was a seizure of an oil tanker the other day and then uh, by a militia uh, in eastern Libya, uh, a North Korean flagged oil tanker. As a result, the prime minister of Libya was thrown out of his job by the parliament. Uh, and uh, yesterday or the day before, uh, the U.S. military, U.S. Navy SEALs had to seize the tanker back. So there's political chaos in Libya, not democracy. It's closer to a failed state than a functional uh, democracy. They're holding elections and turnouts expected to be very low. The third big goal that leaders gave for the intervention in Libya was to create a demonstration effect, to show other autocrats in the region like Bashir al-Assad in Syria that they couldn't brutally crack down on protest movements or revolutionary movements. That was something Hillary Clinton said. That was something uh, Obama said in his big speech supporting the war. And I think that is both a logical failure and a historical failure in, in, in the sense that it doesn't make sense to think that leaders facing at best exile uh, and at worst the fate of Gaddafi, which was to be murdered in front of cameras, uh, are going to think a lot about how the U.S. or U.N action in Libya affects their lot. They're probably just going to ignore it because the circumstances are so different. To the extent they do pay attention, they're probably going to say, I really need to crack down hard on protesters before they become a revolutionary movement that actually has guns and momentum like the rebels in Libya where outside uh, powers can actually come in and bomb us on their behalf. So if Assad took a lesson from Libya, I doubt he did, but if he did, it was probably to crack down harder. And certainly we haven't seen uh, a big movement towards uh, people being nice to uh, revolutionary movements or protests uh, in the Middle East as a result of what we did in Libya. So I think all the three main goals have basically failed. We knew before this actually started that the public was broadly opposed to intervention. Uh, Congress was effectively opposed to intervention. Uh, we didn't have a clear goal. What drove the movement here? Well, uh, I'm not sure about Congress. Congress was sort of indifferent. I mean, I, I think it's ironic that they've had well, they, so they many couldn't hearings. get support. Right. They've had so many hearings uh, on Benghazi, uh, which was important. But Benghazi was part of a larger story about what the United States did in Libya and the Congress doesn't care about uh, – they held very few hearings about the war. They didn't have a vote on the war. They didn't even allocate money for the war. It was funded out of the Pentagon budget. But to answer your question, uh, it's still too soon really to know exactly what the calculus was. But you know, Robert Gates, the Secretary of Defense at the Times book has come out and various books have come out. And I think the humanitarian argument made by people like uh, Samantha Power, who's now uh, U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., and uh, Susan Rice, who's now uh, the National Security Advisor, uh, really won out. Uh, Hillary Clinton supported that point of view. Uh, Gates opposed it but lost. And uh, the president, according to Gates and other people, was fairly convinced uh, by the humanitarian argument. But it, again, it's hard really to know. Uh, but the evidence, as I say, shows that when the Libyan uh, military was going into these places where there were rebels, they weren't engaged in wholesale slaughter. So I think it was exaggerated. And, and if the president and the people uh, had considered the fact that we were going to sort of dip our toe in the water of war and then take our hands off, 
they might have thought about, well, there's going to be political chaos. I mean, Libya does not have the political institutions to function as a cohesive state without this autocrat. That wasn't a secret. There were books written about how Libya was sort of a classic uh, rentier state. In other words, they could get government revenue from selling oil. Uh, so they didn't need to develop a tax base. They didn't need to develop governmental institutions. Uh, so the state was a mess uh, and there's really nothing there to run the place now that Gaddafi has gone. It's sort of fallen apart. So it's, it was predictable and predicted that you'd have this sort of political chaos and political chaos is not conducive to humanitarian ends. It's bad for health. It's bad for sanitation and people uh, are starting uh, – to kill each other more in Libya, certainly than they did under Gaddafi. It's not a war of all against all or a civil war, but I think from a humanitarian standpoint, the war has been a failure. Ben Friedman is a research fellow in defense and homeland security studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at cato.org.